boom. Welcome back to another episode of Rotten Reviews. I'm here with my boy. Introduce yourself, big fella. Hi, I'm Bruce. I'm uh, 28 years old. I like long walks on the beach. and uh, that's my Ladies, if you hear it, no, he likes long walks on the beach. Go, go. For all five of you who listen to this podcast, all five of the women who listen to it, go, go hit my boy up. He's single. He's, <laughs> he's highly fertile at this time of year, so. <laughs> that remains to be seen. That remains to be seen. Hey, anyway, uh, we're here today because let's talk about this Flash movie. This is the new Flash movie that came out. Some people like it, some don't. Uh, you're the guest. Let, let me hear you talk about it for a little bit. Well, first things first, I'm honored you have me on. Appreciate it. Any chance to get to talk with you, especially about things like this. No problem. Um, I don't know where I start with this because. Uh, we wind the clocks back to like uh, I don't know when they made the announcement for Ezra Miller as the Flash uh, for Barry Allen specifically um, I was already like not a fan of it uh, not like the level of people hating Ben Affleck is like the idea of Batman like no like I didn't really know much about him except for the that perks of a um, what's, that, what's that movie um, something about Kevin no, we need to talk about Kevin no, no, it was with Logan Lerman um, the, the guy from Fury yeah well, regardless, like, he was in, like, one of those, like, coming-of-age, like, teeny bopper movies, um, and I saw him, and I, I checked out, like, a few things on, like, like the reel and, like, just a little clip of him here and there, and I was like, this, they don't want this. And then as soon as I saw Justice League, he was the uh, one part I absolutely hated about it of an already really bad movie. Um, every scene he, he spoke in, and he was, like, doing, like... And like his like his ticks uh, was as gratifying as rubbing my nuts on a cheese grater, if I can speak a little uh, crass there. But like, it's not because of him as an actor per se, because I do think that there's talent there. It's just I don't like the idea of what they went for with this version of Barry Allen. I'm not saying that Barry Allen had to be like the most like complex character of all time because he was someone that they had to retroactively write and change and add more character to during his time. Uh, like I remember being like there being a time like growing up as a kid that like Barry Allen wasn't the Flash it was Wally West because oh, yeah. Barry Allen died in um, the eighties uh, for it was a Crisis on Infinite Earth where he sacrificed himself in that um, yeah. that machine so I, I feel like Ezra Miller would have been great for um, like Bart Allen like Impulse similar like how they did in Young Justice where like he's very hyperverbal with like certain layers of like. Oh man, that's like he 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 can be serious or like oh man like that that's why he is the way he is because of like trauma or like like the pain of like a dark future like that he had to come from uh, maybe things like that. But there was moments in this movie where like I did think he was he was like funny. I think because like they knew how to elevate like certain parts of it with like some moments of levity that you kind of need with something as tough to digest as um ultiverse and time travel and uh, i guess like not to go on too much about his performance um he really wasn't that bad to me i'm not usually like his biggest fan especially like who he is as a person he was not worth like defending all like the backlash that warner brothers was doing to like inhale copium to keep the movie going like they He's, yeah, like, yeah. But I think he did good as, like, the young Barry, too, and, like, the, the overall idea of the villain I really enjoyed. But all in all, I think Michael Keaton definitely, like, really was 
what put butts in seats and he really was the best part of the movie for me. I was really happy to see him. Even for a few lines were kind of like Marvel, Star Wars, like um, like fan service grab you with like, oh, he said the line. <laughs> like some of the Easter eggs were already solid enough where I would appreciate just that. But um, all in all, I thought the movie was like a eight and a half out of ten. But uh, I think I, I, I said this on like Snap and like Facebook. I was like. The special effects budget went to Ezra Miller's lawyers because what in God's name were they thinking with those defense screen screen? That's a defense case. But uh, me personally, I was there for Supergirl. Listen, I forgot. I forgot Whoa. her name. She was very enjoyable. Ooh, she was. Ooh. She looked good in that suit. I was personally there to see her for real. But back I like to the, the point, actress, too. For yeah, the, back to the, but to the point about like Ezra, I feel like, like you said, his his the way they wrote the character. Doesn't really fit Wally, not Wally, Barry. I think I think if it was Wally, that's the that's the flash I grew up on with the, the just the just league yeah, unlimited yeah. US, when he's always making jokes. I'm thinking, oh well, if he was kind of like that, he was Wally. Then I think feel like this will be a little bit more better. But like feel like I think like Barry's a little bit more serious. Like I'm sure he makes yeah. jokes or not, but it seems like Barry as a character is a little bit more serious. And like yeah. they're times like this, this character doesn't like fit. The way like yeah. Barry is, I feel like it, it fits Wally more. But I did kind of like his performance in this. I ain't gonna lie, the little the, the emotional stuff with him and like having to accept yeah. his brother's death and all that, like the emotional going? stuff. Well, he did really good with that. I did like I did like the yeah. emotional stuff out of him. And, and yeah. to be honest, I ain't gonna lie, I like the movie. I wanted I wanted to be one of the people to be like, oh, this movie's ass. This movie's terrible. Same. But I wanted to be like, you know what? Same. This like a this not a half bad movie. This is a, this Who's is like a watch again. This is a pretty pretty good movie, and I feel like it will get accepted. Not accepted. Well, it will be better financially if Ezra Miller was an asshole. If he wasn't a piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. If you if he if it was for all these antics, this movie would probably be making a lot of a lot of money right now. I liked what they had with um, Ben Affleck's Batman. Um, I, I wasn't a fan of like the way he was handled. Like, I like Ben Affleck as an actor. He's a great director, too. Um, I liked his look for Batman. The costumes they gave him were, like, gorgeous costumes. Yeah. He's a good but, uh, Batman. I like, I like him Batman. I wish we, I wish we could have got a little bit more of him. But. It's a shame. It felt like he finally hit his stride. But this is realistically the last time he's ever going to want to play the character. Yeah, but, the more, but I'm thinking about Batman vs. Superman. The more I'm thinking about Batman vs. Superman, the angrier I get. I don't, I don't oh, you're both, brother. It's just back-to-back flops. It was just... I only watch those movies once, and I keep it that way. And like, I tried to sit through like the, the Snyder cut, and I just like, no, I watched all the Snyder cut at like at like oh. the middle of the night. The night it released, I watched all of it. And like the, the slow motion, like the you music, can cram everything in it. But get off topic. But yeah, I like I like Michael Keaton Batman, and Confession. I still haven't seen eighty Batman eighty nine. I still haven't seen it. Whoa, 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 you never seen the Tim Burton Batman movie? I have not seen that or Batman Returns. I haven't. I've probably seen Batman Batman and Robin multiple times growing up. I don't even think I've seen Batman forever, to be honest. But the Tim Burton Yo, Batman who's, movie, who's I have not Whose man's is this? I, I, I don't know take, you. Take my movie card away. I haven't seen it. I'm sorry. I just haven't seen it. That's all right, man. They got it all on Max. Well, H- well like, it used to be a- HBO Max. It's been on my HBO Max queue forever, and I just not sat down to watch it yet. If you'll see it, you'll, you'll see why Keaton gets all like the the praise and like the 
like the love that he gets. Yeah. Which is funny. I feel like we go through this thing about Batman every time. There's a new Batman. Like, there's, like, clips even from the 80s when they found out he was going to be Batman. People like, oh, Mr. Mom is Batman? Ew. Then they see the movie. Oh, he's great. We go to the, when they cast a new Batman in 20, 20 30 years, the cycle's going to, the cycle's going to continue. But Netflix, what Batman should be. What well, I love Snyder about, Snyder. like, the variety of Batman that we've had is that each of them are, like, they tend to be reflections of the comics at the time they were written, or they, if they had enough material that they pulled from that type of, uh, era. So, Keaton's Batman was, like, a bit of a play on, like, the 1939, like, 40 Batman when he first came out, where he was just a scalp collector. Uh, he, he had zero compunction on killing enemies. Uh, Batman thought you were a problem... Yeah, if you thought you were a problem, like that was it. You you only got to have one issue. I don't know if he had many recurring films. He made sure of that. And uh, Keaton's was the same way, where he would like he'd kill. And so I love the line in the movie where he's like, "Gotham hasn't had crime in years." I'm like, "Yeah, because you killed everybody. You killed everybody. You killed you killed Joker. You killed Penguin. Who's gonna want, who's gonna try you, Batman? Who's gonna want to try you?" <laughs> like this man literally like like strapped a bomb on someone and punched him in the face and knocked him in a manhole. And just walked away, and you see an explosion, just chunks raining in the air. Like you, it was the is, closest thing you get to a slasher villain. I love the idea. Oh, I'm sorry. My wonder in this universe is like Catwoman still around. This is like Bruce Wayne, oh maybe Catwoman, maybe him. Yeah, you have to your turns to have that. You have to see your turns to have that that question answered. I haven't seen turn. Did she die? Every time? I don't know. I'm just watching. I'm watching. No, I'm just watching. Yeah, yeah, it. The one thing I like about Keaton being in this movie with how batshit insane, no pun intended, this entire movie was, uh, I think he's the perfect Batman for it because he, he's just, his Batman's already off the walls to begin with. And he actually is like, you know, it's bad when he looks at an idea and he goes, that's crazy, but I'll support it. But like, I, I got nothing better to do. Why not? I'll strap you to, I'll strap you to shoot lightning at you. Let's do it. Yeah, I was suicide. Like a Russian commando. This is gonna have this is gonna have some spoilers. It's gonna have major spoilers. Should have talked about that earlier, but fuck it, spoilers. But yeah, yeah, I'll crash my ship into into a a Kryptonian shield. I'll crash my ship and die. I will fight a Kryptonian who can't take who can can tank all my hits. He was a crazy man. I I fear for his life. Like he is a crazy man. Like even even like the Batman Superman. (laughs) At least he had kryptonite. This Superman, this Batman, just going on him with nothing. Like if if I die, I die. That Batman was always about that axion. He, he was he never shied from like a fighter, like wanting to like gun down people or blow people up. He's he's all for crazy ideas. That, One of his best lines of all time that people always quote is, "You want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts." But that adrenaline, he was looking in the mirror, like sewing himself up. Like, yeah, I missed this shit. Yeah, that's what's cool about having like a like an old Batman actor. I guess really like that that felt really well executed. It felt right for Michael Keaton, and like they don't show that side of like an older Batman enough where he's like getting older and tired and more weary. I guess my only complaint about him—I don't know if it's a complaint, but it's like he fought in that movie like how I used to think he fought as a kid, like seven, eight, growing up in elementary school when I like uh, when I first saw that movie and I used to love it, watching it all the time, but. Seeing him like CG and like flying and swooping around, it's like 72, 73 yeah. years old. Like, if they had a cool write in, like, flavor text where it's like, oh, well, he has like kind of like a low key, like, lo fi enhanced suit, like, uh, like Batman Begin. I'm sorry, not Batman because I'm sorry, um, Batman Beyond, where like mm-hmm. Bruce had to make the suit that he made. 
for that very reason of getting older and needing like a bit more help in the strength department, reflexes, speed. That would make more sense to me, but he's just flying around in a rubber suit, like just just dog right walking pieces left and right. Yeah, just drawing caution into the wind. Like, this is my last. This is my last ride as Batman. So if I go out, I'm going out with a bang. This is my last. Exactly. Yo, he told me as a kid that because you'll see that the kitchen scene that he had to fight with uh, both the Barrys in was mm-hmm. the entire set was almost like probably one for one of the original Wayne Manor from the first two movies, and they had like a little kitchen where him and Vicky Vale and Alfred have a really nice one scene with each other. They use that exact scene for the jumping. If he told me twenty years ago as a kid that there would be another movie with Michael Keaton coming back as Batman to just like just be a crazy hobo man just try to like jump. Yeah, like Barry Allen, like in his kitchen, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah, but uh, speaking of, I was gonna say something else. Good lord, I forgot. Uh, shoot. Oh, how do you feel? How do you how do you feel about those like CGI cameos happening? Which how do you feel about that? I wanted this movie kind of really definitely absolutely high. Like I was like higher than like inflation or like draft pussy, and when I saw it, it was already kind of trippy. Like they already like the like the most of the movie. So seeing that, I was like, I already kind of half expected it, but because I mean, if you're gonna have Michael Keaton, how are they not gonna like throw like a, like a bunch of crazy multiverse of madness kind of things yeah. at us? Seeing the George Reeves Batman did kind of make like my heart warm because that was the, uh, the Superman. I'm sorry, George Reeves Superman that uh, was the one I grew up with a little bit with my father. We used to watch the show all the time on Saturday mornings when he made me breakfast when I was like a really little kid. Um, Christopher Reeve and the Supergirl. I, I like what they were going for, but the CG looked really rough on them. All the CG in the movie just looked really rough in the face compositing. You still see the scan lines uh, yeah. for the compositing for like the faces. But I mean, I, the one thing I did really pop and appreciate, a uh, shot to my friend Matt Brody, was the Nicolas Cage Superman because there's literally a documentary dedicated to it. That was crazy. The second I saw the spider in the rocks, I knew what we were in for. And I looked at my friend Matt and I was like, that shit was. I ain't gonna lie. I like, hey, yo, like I saw, yeah. I saw it on like I saw a lot of the spoilers on Twitter. I'm like, hey, I'm still seeing we good anyway. I didn't see it. See it in on screen. Like these niggas crazy. They actually did this. They actually put this in the movie. It, it was funny to see. I ain't gonna lie. It was funny to it see. Was. Now, now I want to see a tr- the actual Nick Cage Spider Man movie. Spider Man Super Spider Movie. I want to see it now, actually. <laughs> somebody got to make it before he dies. Somebody got to make it. At least, at least get it, make it animated or something. I need this. I need it. And I then, absolutely um, enjoyed that. That was a fun little callback. Speaking speaking of cameos, that ending one, which it with the with George with, with old boy Batman and Robin, that that got a pop out of me. I ain't gonna lie. The whole theater gonna... I was in was like kind of low key, like not empty, but it could have been a bit more packed. It was premiere night that I went, so. It was kind of yeah. rough for the, what the box office might look like for that movie, but I'm not much of a box office projection, so I'll save my opinion on that. Like, the whole room went nuts, and I would like literally me and my friend were laughing so hard uh, when we saw that part that like I couldn't feel my face after because yeah. not only is he still really screwed, but yeah, that that I thought I heard Michael Keaton's voice on the phone. I remember there was supposed to be a plan where I think Michael Keaton was supposed to take over for Ben Affleck as Batman, which is why they did the Batgirl movie. Yeah. Uh, and I thought I heard his voice on the phone. But then all of a sudden, I, I see George Clooney get out of the car. I was like, there is no George Clooney. Like, George Clooney? Like, yeah, that, that part got me. Because I never think, oh, George Clooney never going to come back and do this Batman again. But, like, yo, that's, 
How did they get George Clooney? Maybe that's what half the other budget went to to convince him to do this little five second shot. But that part got me. Yeah, I got a pop out of me. I was I, I was expecting like a Val Kilmer like um callback at some point because you know like it doesn't surprise me either or because like the Burton verse and the Schumacher verse like which I still hate that they split because if you watch the first two movies I'll say this watch Batman eighty nine watch Returns and watch Forever you what is a trilogy that they treated Kilmer's Batman as Keaton so it made like a nice little wrapped up story where. He gets to have a Robin and like um like a really good storyline that actually focused on Bruce and his psychology with references to the previous two movies. So it's a shame because Val in like that entire movie had a tragic nature of a lot of unused material that people want to start making a movement for on Twitter called the Schumacher Cut for forever. <laughs> uh, there's a, there's like documentaries probably dedicated. So it's like it's it's really apparently, crazy. apparently Kevin Smith said he got like a three hour version of the movie that he's gonna really? yeah. Yeah, they could do like a little interview saying, "Yeah, I have the I have the full movie. I was gonna you say he's gonna show it at like some event or something." I remember him talk. I saw a thing of him talking about yeah. it. Though. Wow, so that's that's interesting. Low key, I like Val. Low key, I never seen Batman Fair, but I seen like pictures of like Val Kimmer in like the suit and the like, Bruce he's Wayne. Like he's a he's a good looking Bruce Wayne. He's like the he only was. blonde Bruce Wayne, but he, he low key. I'll take a blonde Bruce Wayne. He look, he look, he looks good at it. As uh, he, he was very good because of the fact that um, and that's one thing I like about all this different variety of Batman that I, I mentioned earlier was that like if Keaton was like the nineteen thirty nine like a callback to that kind of era of Bruce Wayne and Batman where um, it was like Batman was like a he was like a terror of the night. Val Kilmer was more like the modern day Batman to that point, what we still kind of have right now where. He was like the Bronze Age, like where in like the bit of the animated series, which animated series was really inspired a lot of uh, by the Bronze Age, where this Batman was more sensitive and vulnerable, and had like a duality. He could still be serious, but he might crack a joke here and there for levity. But he didn't do it too often. But he struggled with uh, guilt and what usually drove him to be Batman. Um, and you see a lot of that in the modern stories you see. So it's, it's tragic that, like, they, they got to have, like, this really cool idea for a take where Bruce is having, like, these flashbacks to his parents' murder, and he doesn't exactly know why. And it turns out, as the movie goes on, um, because he keeps being torn between one to be Bruce and one to be Batman, they were supposed to have a lot that went into that, but they cut it to make it, like, a fun 95 summer blockbuster movie. But, like, not to rain on much about that, but I, I promise you, watch that and then look it up after, you'll be kind of, like, You'll, you'll go down a rabbit hole. It's really cool. Yeah, this went from a flash review to talking about Bat to Batman. This, this is pretty much Batman now. It's hard not to. Pretty, pretty much. Like one of my friends was joking, like the Flash is basically a Batman movie because it's all you see promotion for is Batman. Which I understand you don't want to promote the criminal, <laughs> the yeah, active criminal. Yeah. You don't want to have him over all the promotions. So I understand why they like the, show like the narrative. And like the overall, like the way that the plot went, and like the, like the, at least how they did like the Snyderverse events that like they call back to, so we can move it away was, from the. It, it was funny. It was cool seeing no Ben Affleck back and Gal Gadot's nun acting ass back as Wonder Woman. Yeah, I'm not sure. She she looks good in the suit. That's all I said. That's yeah. all I said about her as Wonder the Woman. Was cool too. It's not like the. Oh, I hate that. Oh, the moment she popped up and I heard that first that first chord, like, ugh, please stop playing that. This is terrible. Yeah, but the theme song was pretty heat though. Overall, like narrative and then like him figuring out he could time travel. 
and like it's actually funny the when he goes back into time and the world is different. It's like why they're talking about movies and like Eric Stokes is Marty McFly is funny. It makes me think, but well, who, who other what other superstar like actors in different movies are supposed to be like fucking. Is Michael Eddie Murphy Fox in Footloose and uh, Kevin Bacon in Top Gun? <laughs> that play, like, is Eddie Murphy the Terminator? Is OJ the Terminator in this universe? <laughs> no, I always thought that was a joke until I like actually seen like James Cameron talk about it. I saw it. On, I think I sent you the TikTok. You're like, oh, it was between OJ and on a Schwarzenegger. It goes a Schwarzenegger. That was true. Yeah. Lance Henderson like, too. They used OJ because Black yeah. was killing. They just screen framed the the oldest one making like a funny face. Like, well, OJ didn't seem as a killer. Like, it's hilarious. Hilarious timing. But back back to the Flash. Back to the Flash. Back to the Flash. We get we get off topic. This is a, we get off topic. This, but yeah. Uh, overall narrative. It's a it's the dead third fourth time trying to use Flashpoint as a narrative, but it was. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Seeing the one Barry keep going back in time trying to. Save Supergirl from dying and like hey, man, this really we're, a, we're in a part that's is we're in an in entertainment. I can't say that word. Like this, hey, this is gonna happen, so we, we can't stop it at this point. And then him getting like frustrated, it was pretty good, cool. And then seeing him come back a different time with like another stab wound or another piece like piece of weapon stuck in him, and him keep going like, oh, he's about to he's about to turn a dark flash. That so was so that, was, that was a really good writing. Now that that I thought was a really good cue that they they did. <laughs> Oh, the the, the the dark flash jump scare kind of got me too. Cause I didn't see that coming. That's I knew it was gonna pop up eventually, but when he popped up, it was like they didn't like they hinted at him early in the movie. But at the part when he he jumps out the end, I, I had a feeling that, that I thought, was, I thought that was pretty great. That was pretty great. I really like the idea. Who's playing dark flash? But I low I low key like this little time on the screen. Maybe they did Ezra again, yeah. but I don't know who they got to play him. He, he I, I like the way he delivered his like lines. It was Ezra. You could tell it was Ezra. Yeah. Well, it was pretty cool. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I like that the the heroes didn't get to win, and uh, it was like a like a kind of a scary reality where it's like if you don't have Superman, you're not gonna win. It's yeah. it's a like the intersection moment and like the realization of it. But I really like the dialogue that they gave um, Barry and um, Bruce, where he's like, "I'm sorry, like I, I can't bring you back," and he goes, "You already did." I thought that was nice, simple, but like really that's exactly. Good, that's good, a good little heartbreaker. A good little, yeah, it was. Little heartstring took puller. You know, it is like kind of like the Flashpoint movie, but comic, because at a point in the new world, he realized <clears throat> that this world can't be saved either. Because doing the, have you read Flashpoint Paradox? Or yeah, like I seen did. the movie? I did. Oh, great. I saw yeah, it's like the, yeah, he, yeah, it's like both of them. But you know, he realizes I can't save this world. I have to go back to my eyes. And that's part. That's that is a pretty heartbreaking part when he realize when he does realize that in the scene in the grocery store, him talking to his mom. That was Ooh. that was a that hurt. That, that hurt. Was pretty like, he was pretty. He's pretty good. He, I got answer this. They 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 pretty good at um, the emotional stuff. He's yeah. pretty good at that. The little we, we didn't miss Jimmy. What? It's for the movie. I have a question. Do you think that Michael Shannon as Zod? Do you think it was really him, or was it CGI? Because my friends are asking, we, we can't it tell. It could have been CGI, because he never he never gets out the suit, so he could they could have just had his face on something. 
like, hey, Mike, we need you to say these couple lines. It's like how, you remember in um, No Way Home where they had Sandman just in sand the entire time? Yeah. yeah it, could, it could have been just like that. But they just like using voice lines and had, they vocapped his face over the. Or they could have used the vocoder like they're doing for Darth Vader and a lot of the new Marvel shows for uh, Star yeah. Wars, like Obi Wan. Like an AI did that, maybe. Like a trained AI. Oh, speaking of it, I think the CGI when they had the, with the two berries together, I think that was really good. Like that, that for my, as much as I'm crap on the CG, that that part of the CG was, was pretty good. That stuff was good. Like some of it's not as bad as people made out to be. Some of it did look yeah. ugly. Like he was in the little chrono ball and he showed yeah. some stuff. That that looked kind of like nah. the cameos, all that just looked rough. Yeah, but most of, most, most of the stuff berries. looked pretty. The final battle looks looked a little kind of iffy at at points, but other than that, it looked, there were some good there were some good um, CGI moments in the movie. Yeah, overall, it's not a half bad movie. I feel like this movie is gonna be like listening listening to R. Kelly's music because both because I was thinking R. Kelly, about that the other day. The only R. Kelly song I like is "You Got That Vibe." Are not good people and. Telling people you still listen to R. Kelly and telling people you're gonna like this movie, they're gonna just look you sideways like separate the art from the artist. Yeah. And it's gonna be like whenever John DeMajor, because we all know they mom mom's not dropping John DeMajor. They invested too much money into this man. They're not gonna do it. Yeah. They're gonna, they're, I mean, gonna shoot, I, they're gonna shoot these Kang movies and keep it pushing. They kind of shot themselves in the foot though, because if they were really smart, because they're not really gonna work with the Steinverse anymore. This could have been their attempt to kind of pull like an X Men Days of Future Past, where it gets to be like a, like a clean, soft reboot, where you get yeah. to still like try to do your best to like honor what what kind of came before it that needed to be cleaned up because of how convoluted it got or how messy the original trilogy and that timeline got with like, the prequel movies and all that, and instead like try to like get back the formula, but they decided to just stay with Ezra Miller, and I'm like. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Please no. I can't. So whenever James Gunn got cooking, maybe he gives a new flash. Hopefully. Oh, whatever he's God, cooking that's up. right. Yeah, whatever whatever James Gunn cooking, I hope. It can't be no worse than the Snyderverse. It can't be no worse than the Snyderverse. Whatever he's working, I, I, it can't be any worse. I never count that guy out. He's, he's giving us every reason to trust him. So right. I love Man of Steel. It's a shame that Man, Man, Batman vs. Man was the next movie. <laughs> I do but feel bad. I don't want to think about it. I don't want. The, I don't want the Snyder cultists get a hold of this video and they in in, in our comment section trying to dox us. I don't want that to happen. That's fair, but I can do the one thing <laughs> I can't. Know the touch of grass and a woman. Oh yeah, those crazy people. Those people are crazy. Snyder, I don't. I don't understand what he did to make these people this obsessed with these movies. Like, I don't, I don't get I, it. I don't know. It's like the pseudo-intellectuals are like, I mean, if people can look and I go, yeah, it's really shit, but there's things I like about it, I can respect that. Or like, if it's like, yeah, I understand this has a ton of flaws, but like, I try to see through it for the things that like, could have been really good. There's things that we're all into that make us feel and argue for that, but the way that they're really like, there's like this, this it's like a group mellow mass hysteria, like there's a group psychosis that really makes them think that like, Batman vs Superman and the like the Justice League and just like the rest of how these movies were handled were a good idea. And like Man of Steel was kind of solid. I liked Man of Steel for the most part. Yeah, I like Man of like Steel three times actually. Yeah, yeah. Then, uh, then there was a group of people on Twitter. They were making like weird AI videos telling people uh, trying to get Netflix to buy the Snyderverse. 
Like, oh, sell it to Netflix. I'm like, have you seen Netflix CGI movies? Like, oh, I don't know if there's something you want to do. Could you imagine if there was, like, a modern-day, like, remember how, like, for the killing joke where they killed Jason Todd, there was a vote that fans had to call in. Apparently this one guy got, like, dozens and dozens and hundreds of phones or found, like, a way to rig it. I forget what the story was, but he basically rigged the votes to get Jason Todd killed. <laughs> I feel like we're going to have a modern-day version of that with these movie hey, that's how that's how Zack Snyder won that one, like, it was a fan vote Oscar, and he won it because a lot of bots voted, voted his name. Yeah, this is, like, a year ago, two years ago? Forgot about that. Yeah, this is recent. These people are weird. Like I just I, 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 yeah, I, I hope he I hope he succeeds. I hope Rebel Moon comes out and is really good. But his his DC say, movies, I'm, I'm happy he got his chance to have his vision brought out there because it's for fans and I'm sorry for what happened with him, like his his daughter. No father share right there. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, father, feels- I hope he's he's doing okay today. Um, but like, I, I have one last question for you. What do you think they'll do with Robert Pattinson's Batman? Do you think if like James yeah, Gunn goes forward, is that a Batman that could still stay in his own thing, or do you think they'll try to be cheap and like? He said when, he, when they did the first, when he first got announced due to DCU stuff, he said that we're gonna have our own like DC universe and the other DC stuff like Robert Pattinson is gonna be like called DC Elseworlds. Oh thank God! So, like, I love Elsa. So it's gonna be separate. Thank God. Okay. So, Joker two. Joker 2, Batman, have their own world, and the DCU is going to be its own thing, too. Which I think, I don't know how it's going to work in the long haul, but I think it'll work out better for for, for that one. Yeah. I am sure. looking forward to Blue Beetle, though. Blue Beetle is like a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to seeing Blue Beetle. I love Jolo Marduena. Uh, I think he's a wonderful actor, and I love seeing I still haven't seen the last right. season of Cobra Kai. You're missing out? Really I've not seen it yet. Now. I need to watch it. I have to leave. I think I love the shit posting group. It got a little. It, it got a little weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If y'all are watching this, all 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 far of our viewers, like if you're a part of that member shit in that group, you're part of the problem. No. Yeah. <laughs> you're part of problem. I'm looking forward <laughs> to people. Cool people That's right? cool. That's yeah, so I'm looking thing got kind of. Uh, you're all sipping over that one girl who joined the chat. So joined the group. Sophia, relax. I think her name right. She can't fuck all y'all now. Relax. <laughs> yeah, she's not gonna read this, little bro. Yeah, she's not. She's not. She's not gonna read this, fellow. She's not gonna read this. <laughs> she's not. She's not gonna heart react your post, fam. Keep it pushing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. If you get it, you get it. If you know, you know. But us. Uh, but yeah, I hope. I mean, I'm looking forward to Batman: Brave and the Bold because I finally. Because finally. I don't know what took him so damn long. We're finally getting Robin and Robins in movies. Like, I feel like I, they saw Batman and Robin do bad, and their director who had a bad movie, Batman was what like, "Okay, no Robin." Because the, his first appearance in Batman Forever, he, he was solid. He was one of the best parts of the movie because they gave him like a a good genuine arc that was fulfilled because <laughs> him and Bruce's story ran parallel. Uh, so, like, I I wish that they let us actually have a Robin and like the, like that really great. Like father son dynamic and what makes yeah. Dick Grayson a great character and like the rest of the Bat family, like we, they need to stop being scared of that. I agree. Yeah, so hopefully, because I know they'll talk. I know in the new one, Brave and the Bold, they're gonna have like Rob, Batman, and Damien. They said they're gonna have the entire, pretty much all the Bat family in it. And so it's not. It's gonna be a Damien and Bruce story. They're gonna, he said they're gonna have Nightwing and everybody. Is it live action it. or is it? Yeah, it's live action. The oh. dude who's who, who directed Flash is gonna direct it. Oh. Flash. 
I liked his camera work. I meant to say that earlier. I really liked the camera work in that movie. Especially in the beginning scene where he's like trying to save the babies, which Ezra Miller putting a baby in a toast like a like in a microwave is just a Tuesday for him, but like yeah. that had to be I hate the way he runs. I don't I like hate the way, I hate the way he like, runs. They, they were they were classy. They made fun of it too, and he he was a he was a you know like the way they had Barry and he was like running around. I thought it was pretty funny. I did like this. I liked. I think it was funny when he was doing the op- the first opening credits when the thing was showing up, and then the girl screams out, and it stops. I think that was funny. That, yeah, that, that was pretty was, good. That was funny, but it was. I did the opening scene was really good because they showed Batman and Bruce. We got more Batman shit. I'm a I'm a sucker for Bat like my favorite superhero is Superman and Cyclops, but I'm a sucker for some Batman shit. Let's see Batman. Oh, you just reminded <laughs> me. I forgot to text you this. Thank you. When I saw my my move, like my my viewing of it with my friends and all that and I got up and I turned around there was this guy behind me wearing a bright red shirt with his girlfriend that said Cyclops was right and I just start, I literally just started cracking up laughing when I saw the shirt and he looks at me and he, he understood what I was laughing when I saw the shirt and um, I looked and I said I don't blame him I'd be pissed too if some Canadian hobo came into my house macking on my girl <laughs> exactly unless it was Hugh Jackman that's kind of fair but exactly yeah, but that was great. It was, yeah. but yeah, that the Batman scene was pretty good. We we when he dove through the fire, it zip. Oh, I'm sucker for it. I'm a sucker for some Batman shit. That whole bridge sequence was so cool oh, because that's, that's kind of how I imagine Batman in the comics and like the video games. Yeah, like suit, the, little, the little suit he had, like it kept the yeah. light, the light bluish, light bluish gray suit. It looked a little similar to like the seventies one a little bit. Which I think was the intention. Yeah, the seventy comments woman was like Jim Lee. The Jim Lee run, he did that too. Low key, my favorite bat. Low key, my favorite Batman suit with the, the, the light blue and the, the gray. Yes, sir. It, it looked nice. It looked nice. Low key, my, low key, my favorite Batman suit of all of them. But yeah, this movie. I, know, it gave, I guess it gave something for everybody. We got some Flash. Got some Batman. Yeah. The Batflex. The black. The Batflex fans can be happy with it. All five of the Gugado Wonder Woman one fans can be happy with it. <laughs> and, and the Michael King fans got surprised. And shout out to I can't remember her name, the lady who playing Supergirl. Oh my god! I hope, I hope, if you watching this, hit my line. <laughs> she yeah, you know what? Well, she put on that we. That, that thanks for uh, saving my life in that orphanage that one time. Um, hey, no problem, was, fella, no problem, no problem. Uh, all in the days were all just a Monday, just a Monday afternoon, you know, just a Monday afternoon. Yeah, man, when she when she put on that suit, oh, she looked great in it. Yeah, yeah, and the color, I love the color scheme. It was actual well. color to it. Yeah, she did really well for the short amount of time she was in it, but they made it pretty impactful, and you felt really bad for her and like that, like Barry, because like of his infatuation with her and like him. Like trying to rescue her and he can't. Yeah, but you can't rescue everybody. When he found out, oh, when she found out he Zod killed little super little baby Clark. I like, oh, get this nigga, get, get get him, get him. But it was great. I love this. Movie. I I gonna say I loved it. I like it. It's it's something I can watch again. If it come yeah. on 4K, I'll I'll buy the 4K of it. Hopefully by then the CGI looks a little better. If it was supposed to look like that on purpose, like okay, Andy, all right. Yeah. Nah, fam. Y'all just ran out of money paying for this man, Lord, Lord, Lord. Y'all just ran out of money trying to promote this movie and trying to make sure this man, this man, don't fuck it up any more than he already did. 
No, Hopefully by the DVD, the CGI looks a little better. <laughs> Remember, Cass got a <laughs> got a got a balance update while it was still in Indiana. That was funny. Like the week of Cass came out, like, hey, this CGI looks funny. Like, oh yeah, we gonna put the the updated CGI version in theaters this week. Like, I never seen hey. a movie in real life get a get a patch update. Oh, when they did that uh, Avengers Endgame screening and they had like that really bad. Oh like, yeah, the last Hulk scene. They put um, it back in theater just just for that. Like, oh, we're gonna. That's crazy. Avengers came out and they put it back in and say we're gonna beat Avatar. We're gonna be the highest gross movie ever. And Avatar two came out like, no, you're not. <laughs> Still my bro. This all three of us. Shout out James Cameron. I didn't see Avatar two yet, but. <laughs> Three in 2030. Which I, don't, is crazy, I don't know how man. he did it. I don't know how he did it, but applause to the man. He 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 made us made people care about these blue people. This year has been really weird because we have so many, like you know, like these past few years have been weird because like you got all these people are back playing these parts again, and it's like, what year is it? Yeah, we got new Indiana Jones movie come out two weeks. Yeah, like we're low key in 1989 again. <laughs> like, oh, low key. All we need next is like a lethal weapon too. Like, <laughs> oh, we're not gonna see Mel Gibson on screen for a long time. Uh, yeah, that's that's. People, what people think about Ezra. People said how Ezra and um Jonathan Majors not in jail. How is fucking Mel Gibson not in jail? Really good lawyers. Man, I Mel Gibson just out here living, making low budget movies, but he's still making them. He, he's the real yeah. man. Yeah, we got a lot of good movies coming out. This, this is going to be a packed summer. I'm going to dump a lot of money into AMC because I'm hoping some movie going to blow up <laughs> and make a billion. I'm hoping. Yeah, Maybe I that got... new Mission Impossible going to make it go to the moon. Oh, that's right. A couple in it. That's right. That's that is coming out. That's another movie franchise I got to see. I've only seen one Mission Impossible movie. Which one? The last one that came out. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're all really solid. I mean, two had its problems that people like kind of complained about because John Woo directed it and like they kind of yeah. jumped. The, well, they absolutely jumped the shark with a lot of the scenes and the gadgets, but they toned it back down with three, which was you know it's got to see more Philip Hoffman. I mean, see more Hoffman. I'm sorry. Um, who was probably one of the best villains you'll see in the series so far. Ghost Protocol was excellent. Oh my god. Yeah, I, like, was it? I think it was Fallout like, when I saw it. We were only hearing Cowboy as the villain. That was really good. That one was, that was amazing. But yeah, we got that coming out. Indiana Jones coming out in two weeks. I'm looking forward to seeing that. My first time seeing an Indiana Jones movie in theater, so I'm looking forward to that experience. i never seen an Indiana Jones movie in the theater, so I'm looking forward to that. I want to see Raiders in the theater, but I, I missed out on that. I think I did, I did too, Day. I did too. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted these, I wanted to see one of these old movies in theater just for, just for that experience. Oh my god, yeah. That's just, I'm looking forward to that. And I, 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 see, I saw the trailer again today in theaters, and like, it makes you feel that trailer. Like, like I wasn't, I wasn't alive then, but you know, I guess, I guess that's the marking of a good trailer. It makes you feel nostalgic for a time I've never even seen. And I'm looking forward to that movie. I'm not gonna I go on a triple 
I'm not gonna go on a Temple of Doom rant. I'm gonna say that for another week, another day, another time. Yeah, you already know my thoughts on that. But we're gonna this for another time. But anyway, this review's been long enough. It's about forty minutes. But uh oh, we got give a score to the actual movie. But uh, I give this movie I'm gonna give it about I'm gonna give about three and a half out of five, no about a seven out of ten. I see, I see it in, I see it in theaters, just to, just for the, just for the. Some of the effects are good, some of them aren't so good. So, buyer beware. Yeah, I would, rec- I, I would recommend this movie to people. If you have I'm no morals, you're okay, if you're okay with supporting people who beat women and kidnap kids. <laughs> I'm also in the same boat. Um, I, I give it roughly the same. If it's like out of five. I gave like a three, three and a half, because um, like you sober up from like the, like the like the crazy rush of that movie in the wildness. Like I, I think it's a, it's a solid three and a half out of five. If I had to like a one to ten, um, looking back, I'd say like a seven and a half, maybe being generous, like like pushing eight out of ten, because of some of the things that they were going for and like how it kind of worked past the detractors. It, it, it was it was it was pretty solid. I don't know. Yeah, it was a good movie. Anyway, you know, it's been an episode of Rotten Reviews. Thanks for y'all watching and listening. Shout out to my boy Bruce for joining me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, until next time, peace out.